balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. It's really fantastic. You know, I'm pretty active sports-wise, and no muscle strains. I get up in the morning, like no stiff back, nothing. I never get sick. I mean, literally, never get sick. And if I feel like there's a little something coming on, I'll take like a mega dose. Next day, it's gone. I mean, just my overall health is fantastic. And I, I plan on continue taking this because I'm convinced that it absolutely contributes to your well-being, to your health, to keeping you healthy. Let your body do what it's supposed to do. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751. Or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code US The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with Denise Dirks, Cal Hunter, and Todd Cunin. We are here hanging out this beautiful uh, February 5th, 2022 in the West Coast. I am so sorry, but I know we, we're carried all over the East Coast, and it is freezing cold in the Midwest. I have friends in the Midwest. I was in L.A. or Southern California, and I, everyone was wearing shorts and roller skating and tank tops. And I was like, oh, and I was talking to my family members in the Midwest, and they're in deep snow, so... Um, Anyway, uh, you're, but you're going to have a lot of water. We're, we're always struggling with water out here in the West Coast. We're going to have an interesting uh, day today. We're going to talk because we're going to talk about a number of things, but two, two interesting ones is the, the first one that you're going to hear about, and you've got to listen to this. We're going to talk about the law and DNA and the Ancestry.com type you know, companies that are saying, hey, send your DNA and we'll tell you. Uh, what you're doing or, or, or what's going to happen. But this is the, one of the most interesting legal issues that we're going to be discussing is about uh, uh, DNA. Then we're going to obviously get into Alec Baldwin. There's always something going on with Alec Baldwin. He has basically taken the place of Johnny Depp. Um, we used to, right, have Johnny Depp as our main uh, guy. And, and the smartest thing that Johnny Depp's doing is, man, we don't hear about he and Amber Heard anymore, do we? We, we don't. And I, I'm thinking Johnny Depp is out there someone going, you know, I got to do something to get back on Radio Law Talk. So I'm the topic of conversation. So I, I'm waiting for something to happen. There's so many lawsuits oh, that yeah. he has been dealing with. But no, I, I like Johnny Depp. I hope he's done with it and able to move on and, and uh, like him as in, oh, people, oh, he's a bad guy. But, you know, I, look, I like Amber Heard too. So it just, I hope they are able to move on with their careers. Uh, remember, we're talking about general topics of law. Seek counsel. We are not giving legal advice. Go to our radiolawtalk.com and, yeah, read the disclaimers. And don't read them while you're driving because you're not supposed to read while you're driving. But don't let anybody read it to you while you're driving. But if you're tired late at night, go ahead and read them because that's important. Uh, the other thing is, remember, uh, if you want to hear something we've already talked about, 
just go to our website that I mentioned, and we've got our podcasts up. And it's on all the major podcasts. Not all. Probably there might be something we don't know about. But, you know, on iHeart iHeart Podcast, you can look it up on Spotify. Uh, there's a number of different podcasts, uh, uh, podcast areas you can pick up our um, old shows. And you know what? The best part about it, you can search a name or a word on our website on the podcast, and it'll take you to which radio show, what date, and what segment it was. I mean, or at least what hour it was. Isn't that great? That's, 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 that is pretty handy because yeah. there's like, what do we have, four years of shows on there? Three, four years of shows at on least. The, that we've uploaded. So we've covered a lot of ground. Yeah, we have. And so you can go back and look at that stuff. But we're having a great time here. How did you guys weekend? Do they call that a here? Boolean? Is that a Boolean type search where it go? I mean, is that the, the term that Google no, uses? No, no. What you do, that's for putting in like your uh, chicken broth. Yeah, that's, be, that's, a beef <laughs> boole- that's a beef <laughs> Boolean. That's a okay, beef Boolean. I just wanted to check. <laughs> yeah, that's what that is. Planning for the Super Bowl festivities next week. Yeah, is that next? That's next week. That's next yeah. week from tomorrow, yeah. yeah. It tells you how much I'm into this stuff. So, Anyway, uh, we're going to go on to a thing that uh, called... Case or no case that everybody's here for, and we appreciate Cal bringing up a case or no case. Let me explain really quick. All that is is one thing, is Cal Hunter trying to win and teaches, uh, tells all of us about a potential case, and then we've got to decide whether or not it is a case or no case, and if it is a case, what the outcome is. So with that, Cal, go ahead and roll it. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. All right, you want it, you got it. Now, case or no case, Smokey Bear is famous. So famous, he's the only animal in the history of the United States to have his own zip code. I am not making that up. It's true. But Smokey had to come through some smoke in the courtroom to become the first overly successful animal spokesperson. Look at all the insurance companies now. Where did they get the idea? Anyway, Smokey was almost Bambi. And the Disney character was first used as the fire prevention face-of, I guess you could say, one summer. Ad agency foot cone and belding realized an animal was a great way to get the public's attention. So an artist painted a Smokey on a poster, and it caught on, well, it, it, it caught fire, metaphorically speaking. But the U.S. government was still using Bambi as their primary spokes animal. The Walt Disney Corporation said we loaned them Bambi for one quarter One ad campaign, but not indefinitely. But the secretary for the Department of the Interior, Douglas James McKay, said, We're the government. What can they do to us? We'll continue to use Smokey. They won't stop us from doing that, will they? So you know what Disney did. They went to their attorney and said, Denise Dirks, case or no case. So you're telling me that Smokey was formerly known as Bambi. No, I'm saying that Bambi was the first anti- forest fire animal, and then the Forest Service came, a foot cone and belding came up with their own, Smokey. By the way, this is before, but you'll get a bonus point later if you can tell me where the actual little real Smokey bear came from, what fire, what state. So we'll talk about that in a bit. But so they came up with a replacement for Bambi called Smokey, and, but the U.S. government said, uh, we, we, like, we like Bambi better. Let's just stick with Bambi. And so the question is, did Disney enforce its um, copyright or patent? It would be a copyright um, or trademark on Bambi. Right, because they were making a second Bambi feature film. I didn't want the public to get confused. So that's what happened. Quit looking at me, Todd. (laughs) 
<laughs> Mom, Mom, Todd's looking at me. Stop breathing my air. You know, don't make Fred's over. Don't make me turn this show around and go home. All right. Don't, don't make me pull over. Okay. Well, I, you know, I don't really have a whole lot to lose here because I'm so far ahead of everybody. Well, show up. So, <laughs> I think what I'm going to say is this: that it is a case, and that they settled it. Um, and that was because the U.S. government uh, government commissioned an artist to draw a Smokey instead of a Bambi. But they wanted they wanted the idea of a bear because bears were so, you know, in the forest and identifiable with forests and when there's forest fires. So a bear would be the the smart choice if you wanted to use an animal to create attention to um, skunk forest smoke. fires. You don't want a skunk because the. Smokes no, person. probably not a skunk. All right. All right. Probably you could get away with, you know, a buck. But or if if you put fifty of them in there with fifty pigs, you'd have a hundred sows and bucks. If you think about that, maybe. Should okay, be. never mind. <laughs> maybe the spokesperson should have been a bear eating a, a deer hmm. while pooping in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So it's my turn, right, Cal? Yeah. The bear says, "Do you hear anything?" Okay. <laughs> Fred. All right, this is, is an interesting thing. If you go back to the original Bambi um, Disney movie, what do you see? You see the fire and Bambi running. And, exactly. And that's how it kind of all started. And if you look at the animation, you have to say to yourself, wow, that's not very good. But that's okay. That was the old days. So <clears throat> that's the thing. First of all, I want to correct you, my friend. You said, so Disney, and I'm going to quote you to something I think I can quote. So Disney went to their attorney. And I'm going to quote Disney went to their attorneys. <laughs> they okay, do okay, not have a, uh, They got a load of lawyers. Nothing singular them. about that. Okay, okay, fair singular enough. about Disney. So. Fair enough. Yeah. Anyway, how much time do we have? Can I stall out a little bit? Yeah, I'm not we, gonna, we have about I, a minute. I'm here. not going to do this because I think I know the answer. And I'm going to tell you when we come back from the break because uh, I think not only did I know the answer, I think I know where the Smokey the Bear came from. So don't forget, Denise, you haven't said it. So I think we should just all say the answer when we come back. And then each of us mention, and we got to be honest, so we don't take each other's little guesses where Smokey the Bear came from. Yes. We'll be back after this with Case or No Case. Stay tuned. Radio Law Talk will continue in just a little teeny bit. Don't go away. Fred, Todd, and Denise will be right back with more Radio Law Talk after we take this break. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. 
Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. Call now, 800-238-9182, 800-238-9182, Again, that's 800-238-9182. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-7092. 800-918-7092. That's 800-918-7092. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-738-0170. Stay tuned because Radio Law Talk continues in just a second. Don't go away. I like the Amadrosa Valley. Are you serious? You're listening to Radio Law Talk. And now back to the show. This was a great case or no case, Cal. And, and just Thank you. by the way, we heard the Amargosa Valley mantra. By the and I want to mention to my co-host and Cal that I met with that certain person took me to lunch the other day that was the anti-Amargosa Valley uh, lawyer. 
that uh, really said that no one listens from Anamagosa Valley. So mm. anyway, um, look, let's talk about Smokey the Bear. This is what I'm saying. You know, the issue is Smokey the Bear, the, the government's trying to figure out who they're going to use as their, you know, I'm going to say their character for you know, preventing fires. And their mascot. First, their mascot for pre- yeah, right. preventing fires. And yeah. at first it was going to be Bambi. It was Bambi at first, and they're thinking of doing a little deer, but then they decided to go off to and do Smokey the Bear. But the reason, the big issue was... They were using Bambi after apparently Disney allowed them to use it for a small, like you said, a quarter. Um, And apparently they continued to do that. And Cal said, look, Disney went to their lawyers and what happened? Lawyer. And I I mentioned S. I'm I'm accepting your criticism. We'll say lawyers. Here's the answer, Cal. The answer is this is a true scenario but not a case. Between Disney and... um, uh, and the government, they worked it out. There was, yep, there was no lawsuits. No lawsuits when were the filed. They worked it out, yep, yeah, and they brought in Smokey the Bear. Now, let me tell you, after Todd's done, I'm going to tell you where Smokey the Bear came from. All right, Mr. Cunin, uh, there you go. So Fred gave us a great answer. What is your thought on this, case or no case? Well, you know, one thing that's always amazed me about Bambi is how that name has come to be used by uh People in the dancing industry later on, seemingly forgetting that Bambi was a dude. Bambi was a guy. Bambi grew up to be a bug. Bambi was not a girl. And you always see the the, the blonde portrayed, and they point? say Bambi. So my point is this. <laughs> case or no case. <laughs> my point is this. Had the fortunes been different, and had Bambi actually been the face of the forest fires, would those same people use... Inappropriately using the name Bambi now be called Smokey. <laughs> and performing tonight, Smokey. But I digress. I agree with Fred. This is not a case. This might be a true scenario, but I don't think that this is a case. I think the federal government with Smokey the Bear has bigger issues about, oh, I don't know, misinformation. Smokey the Bear, only you can prevent forest fires. Really? Most forest fires are started by lightning. How am I going to prevent that? I digress. Not a case. True story, but no case. Okay, now you got to guess uh, where Smokey Where did Smokey come, come from? Mis- Mr. and Mrs. Bear. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Who lived in the state of... I'm going to say, say Montana. Okay, well, No, you got to yeah. say what fire. Where was the fire? Pick them. It's Montana. Right, I'm going to say it was at Yellowstone. There was a fire at Yellowstone. All right. And Denise, do you, do you have a state you want to take I a just, guess? I just immediately thought of Wisconsin. I don't know why. Oh, the cheese-eating bear. Yes. <laughs> okay, Cal. Those of you who say your states are correct, raise your hands. You're your guessing again very quickly. Fred is? I, uh, Yellowstone. And Which yours is, is I said Montana. And yours is? Wisconsin. Okay, guess, I'm sorry about that. Yours, uh, Smokey the Bear, came from New Mexico. Wow. wow. Yeah, New Mexico. In fact, he was a little cub, was burned, and a ranger said, this would be a perfect live Smokey. So they hauled him off, sent him back to D.C., and, and got him fixed. It wasn't Roswell, New Mexico, was it? Smokey the alien. Bear. He arrived in an unusual <laughs> ship. That's all I know. Yeah, and he was green. It was really weird for a bear. <laughs> he said, "Where's Wisconsin?" <laughs> I'm cheesed <laughs> off. Exactly. Where is this? New Mexico? Though is interesting because you okay. yes. never thought New Mexico. So nope. this is a strange case. Yes. Wasn't on the set of Rust. Uh, I'm sorry. Was he? Uh, pardon me. This is a strange scenario. No case. Yes. With a couple of historic moments. Nailed it, Tom. One of the first ones is the first big example of using an animal in a nationwide campaign. And it was thought up by a volunteer group of ad executives, known but still exists today, called the Ad Council. 
They also did the Only You Can Prevent Forest Fires slogan, Todd. They were speaking to the thunderclouds in the sky. Yes. As for the first advertising symbol to allow his image for the use of royalties, Smokey Bear. The government collected royalties for people to use Smokey's image. Wow. And that paid Tax for their money. Junior Ranger Fire Prevention Program. I didn't know that. That's I had no true. idea. Yeah. Fascinating. That's interesting, Cal. And he had his own zip code. Yes. He, How had, was he, that? Got, he got so much mail to Washington, D.C., Smokey Bear, Washington, D.C., right. that the Postal Service says, man, this is too much volume for us. Let's give him, on, on all of the TV PSAs, let's give him his own zip code to make it easy to sort smoking mail. Wow. And they did. So it's a great, great story and a great case or no And case. don't you think after that, what came from that was Yogi Bear? Yogi Boo Boo yeah, came out of all of that. Yeah, don't you think that came from all the Smokey the Bear stuff? And, of course, the Geico Gecko yeah. and the Emu and all of these other people that said, hey, I got an idea from the 1950s. Let's use an animal as a spokesperson. And that Smokey the Bear came in the 50s is what it was? Uh, I think the 1968 is when he finally got his own zip code. Yeah, but 50s yeah. is when they started yeah. doing yeah. this. It's popular for a that long is, time. I tell you, when I grew up as a kid, Smokey the Bear was everywhere. Oh, yeah. Now it's just a bunch of forest rangers in the suits to give out to the various fire right. stations. But Yeah, what's, so that, it, yeah, what's interesting too, Cal. Yeah. Oh, go ahead and say that's no, the case. No, no, no. Just, uh, what I'm saying is, what's interesting is that I used to, I remember as a kid, they you, you go to a national forest and in the gift shop, there's Smokey the Bears. And I've been to gift shops recently in some like Yellowstone, you know, Yosemite. And I don't see the Smokey the Bear anymore. Well, what's interesting is, uh, again, all of that is royalty-based stuff. Everybody yeah. gets everybody gets a taste when somebody buys some smoky stuff, and that's kind of cool. But in why its is own it so way, big is what I'm saying. Where is it? Where is it? It's not really as big as it used to be is what I'm saying. Well, Smokey the bear. I think the animal cruelty people stepped in and said, Did they? What are you doing to, well, the, what are you doing to you know, a bear? And the bear has to upgrade in his career. I mean, let's face it. He, he goes he, from doing ads for that. Now he's doing the toilet paper commercials. He the wants Cottonelle, to direct. He wants to you know? direct. <laughs> so so th there is a career progression <laughs> for the bear. And, and you know out there there's some activist that wants to file a lawsuit for bear exploitation. You know, because they didn't pay him the bare necessities. Shout out to Jungle Book. Yeah. And, and it's just, just crazy. 855-LAW-RADIO. 855-529-7234. If you want to call in and chit-chat with us a little bit about things, we're going to talk about not Smokey the Bear, but a DNA thing that caused some smoke in a family. Oh, that's and great. This because, is yeah. really interesting. you got to hang on for this. Because, Cal, man, mm. as lawyers, we've dealt with people talking to us about this. And oh, then we're going to get into a little bit about Alec Baldwin, another lawsuit. We'll be back after this. Also, next hour, for on Case or No Case, a mix-up at the bank. The sperm bank, that is. That's when we continue. Stay tuned. and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Do you run a business and want to learn how you can get between $10,000 to $5 million in 60 seconds? We're biz to credit a top-rated online financing provider to hundreds of thousands of America's business owners. 
If your business does at least $120,000 a year in gross sales, we can get you more money to run your business in as little as 72 hours. Our terms are simple, repayment plans are flexible, and based on your cash flow. Plus, the paperwork is minimal, and the approval process is fast. So in the time you've listened to this commercial, you could have learned if you qualify to get up to $5 million in cash deposited to your business bank account in the next two to three days. Funding specialists are ready to take your call right now and get you the money you need fast. Call 800-559-5523. That's 800-559-5523. Again, 800-559-5523. Keep listening for an exciting offer from U.S. Med. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain and inconvenience of pricking your fingers over and over again. By wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. We'll tell you all you need to know about CGMs. A CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And with insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now to learn more. 800-251-7560. Is this real life? Oh, stop it. All advertising. And now back to Radio Law Talk. Here's your host, Fred Penny, along with Denise Dirks and Todd Kunin. Is this real life is what our little kitty bumps talk about. And this is real life with the new DNA testing through um, all these ancestor type companies. And uh, it has just uh, become a crazy fad. I'm not going to say fad, but something that people do is they want to find out where they're from. And is this real life? It, this is. And with the technology nowadays, it's just crazy what you can find out. And people are finding out what where they're descend- descended from. And it's kind of fun to find out, okay, where are you from, exactly from? I, I'm a real genealogist, so I know where I'm from because I've got my genealogy back to the 1500s, Right. And so I, I can generally uh, pick where I'm from, and I, I'll tell you, it's we're Danish, we're we're basically, you know, European. Obviously, um, we're uh, pretty much. Uh, I'm talking my mom's side, very Scandinavian on my mom's side. My dad's side is I call Heinz 57. It is just about everything on my dad's side, but all my my dad's side, uh, the, his my grandma, my great grandma, all Chippewa Indian. And um, in fact, I'm going to throw this out. Chief Hole in the Day was one of the last chiefs to leave. That's his name, Chief Hole in the Day, one of the last chiefs out of Missouri to leave um, and go into a reservation. Everyone thought it was Geronimo, but it was uh, Chief Hole in the Day was one of the last ones. And that's my great, 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 great grandfather, you know? And Yeah, my husband got all of us in our family, um, uh, 23andMe yes. tests, and um, that was like four years ago. And the only one that hasn't done it, is me. You're smart, and let me tell you why. <laughs> so, what are you, af- what are you afraid of? Uh, let me tell uh, you, a serial killer. <laughs> no, this is the, this is the truth. Now, you have to think of both sides. And, and again, we're not endorsing or not in, unendorsing, but you think of this yourself. What and Todd's going to go into it as a former prosecutor and as a public defender. 
Um, what happens is they're able to use that DNA now, not to prosecute you, but they can find your cousins or uncles and prosecute them on stuff because now they can, oh, we've got some DNA from a 1974 you know, case uh, we're trying to figure out, and sure enough, it goes down, and they find that you're related to this person and that person because you put your DNA in there. I guess it's a privacy thing that if you want to be uh, opened up a little bit, but there has been a number of murder cases, and, and people are going, well, that's a good thing, Fred. You're right. But there's still inherent issues in the United States about constitutionally you want to write a privacy. So I saw some people at uh, at Christmas, past Christmas, and it's it's nobody that anybody knows, and they were telling me, oh, I got this DNA thing. This is exciting. And I, and I laid that out. They went, uh-oh, no, I, I've got cousins I'm, I'm just wondering about myself. <laughs> so I, I probably shouldn't take it. And so anyway, but, but tell what happened yeah, here. To, just to follow, recently in the state of California, the, the Golden State Killer the, that was yes. caught, it, it's kind of in our uh, neck of the woods, our backyard, so to speak. He was caught because of one of it's like a son or a cousin somebody had submitted the ancestry.com uh, dna test and it came back and they were able to show a relation to him so they had the dna from the crime a long time ago but they identified him through the person right. that was there it was, was it, his was it, it, it was his cousin that was in lincoln city in oregon and he was um in a um like an old folks home and so that's what took him directly there and then they tested the children of that cousin and that's when it gave him the link to right. him. Yeah. So they got to him. And you know how they actually proved it? They watched him very carefully, and he threw out a Coke can. Oh, yeah. And, and once he that. threw out the Coke can, they went to the trash and picked it up, and then they matched the DNA. So, Todd, it wasn't necessarily Ancestry.com. It was, it was, it was like a DNA database, one of these. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if it's DNA. 23 or me or what. Yeah, we don't know which one it is. But so it was, not, it was yeah. one of those. But what I have to say is that – you know, my grandfather, my paternal grandfather, was kind of the black sheep in the family. Right. And he came from east to west coast. Right. And so I just kind of thought maybe I better not know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might not want to know. I, I might gonna, not want to know. That's exactly right. So, so you guys, so what happens here is um, there is an individual that received this same DNA type test. And um, was it the daughter that got yes. yeah, she, from the parents? Go yeah. ahead. Yeah. So the nineteen-year-old, nineteen, twenty-year-old daughter of uh, she she had had a she and her fiance were going to take a trip to Italy because she thought she was Italian and she wanted to go see the places in Italy on her father's side of the family, and so she submitted the. Uh, DNA sample to Ancestry.com so that she could go ahead and well, get... Well, don't say... You keep saying Ancestry.com. Well, yeah, this was, was an, it? This Ancestry? was Ancestry. Okay, this I just was. want to make sure because yes. I don't want them going, hey, you're saying... Okay. Good. Yeah, yeah. Good. This, oh, this nice. was. So they submitted it, and when it came back, it turns out that the results were, yeah, the person you think is your father is not biologically your father. And and, and And so... <laughs> <laughs> you you can imagine. I, and I wonder if they send those results like that in a special envelope. The Maury, no. po the Maury no. Povich They have Maury envelope. deliver them on your front porch like <laughs> no, Publishers no, Clearinghouse. Because no. <laughs> they don't know that the, 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 the DNA testing center doesn't know what you're looking for. Of course, I did say that in jest, Denise. Oh, that so, was a joke? That was a joke. That's why, oh. that's why Cal was laughing. But uh, I thought you were looking I didn't for a special no, envelope. No, no, no. I don't think they send them in a special envelope <laughs> like, the, like 
the you didn't pass the bar envelope that they send as opposed to the nice big one. So um, anyway. <laughs> <The> postcard. <laughs> yeah. Good, good luck. Better luck next time, pal. So it comes back, and she learns as a result of this test that her dad is not her biological dad. And, and we'll put aside any of the interesting discussions that may have occurred as a result of that development. But they looked into it. And here's what happened. So 19 years earlier, mom and dad had gone to a clinic for help in, conce- in conceiving. And they were going to do one of these inner uterine in, uh, conceptions where the male part is injected directly into the uterus. And the way that works is he goes in the day of, provides the sample, and the same day it's used. And that's important because the question is, if everything is happening in the same day, how could you get that mixed up? Turns out that it did get mixed up during the process between – Fred was also doing it. G- giving the sample <laughs> and and actually going to the procedure. They have a wash procedure where they wash the sample and make sure that everything they – they pick out the A number ones <laughs> and put that in the uterus – and they put in the sample from somebody else who was also having a wash procedure the same day. And so, so that raises another question. The other question is, is there somebody else out there who is now pregnant with this guy's DNA? Or, I mean, 19-year-old, another 19-year-old. You know, another 19-year-old out there who is, uh, who, is, who, who is alive that is actually the biological child but would have a different mother. Or did they just not clean out the centrifuge when they were processing the uh, biological material? Now, Cal, that's just gross. That is gross. But it is also also possible. (laughs) Well, here's the other thing. Well, at least it's not the doctor that did it. Remember we talked about about that? that. Yes. We'll talk about that next. But go ahead, Todd. Finish or Denise, finish what happens. So so right now, the family is uh, understandably upset because this should not happen. And and. We see this a lot. I'm sure they want to see if they can get some sort of monetary compensation, if there's any complaint for damages. And I know Fred's going to address whether or not that can or cannot occur. But a lot of this is occurring under the guise of, we just want this for awareness so that people know that this can go. So this doesn't happen to anybody else, but if we can get paid. Inflation, give us money. Yes. So, uh, but what are the causes of action that can happen as a result? So they actually sued the, um, the clinic and they've sued the doctor involved for this in vitro fertilization process and that is the question what are their damages they have a beautiful 19 year old daughter so what are their damages none in my opinion no no damages basically the courts have held and i'm going to be general here that um and, and there's been cases about people who have had um let's say vasectomies and it didn't work and they end up having children and they sue uh, having a child is not a damage, and that's what the courts have generally held. And they're going to have a difficult time proving that even though it's not his, you know, from his loins, if you want to say that, they had a beautiful child. And I, I jump on the psychological part of this. What is this child thinking? That's it. Mom and dad, maybe they just, mom and dad are suing because I was the wrong one. No, you know, like Todd, you well, that's – I agree. I mean the psychological aspect there can be extremely damaging because this child is like, well, you're suing – what do you – you want to take me back? Do you, you want to get a refund? Do you want to – the psychological thing that I'm thinking of is kind of what we talked about a bit in jest earlier on. What's it like for that family from the time they find out that dad is not the real dad until they're able to find out that it was a mix-up in the sample? There's a period of time there where there may be a lot of accusations, 
where there may be a lot of, oh, really, honey? And, and that can be very stressful to a relationship. And you wonder about the infliction of emotional distress as a result of that negligently, uh, maybe. I don't know if that was ever sought out as a possible I think the psychological damage to the child is such that she has um, celebrated this culture, believing herself to be part of it. So I do think that that is a pretty strong argument for damages. And as to, as to the child, not as to the parents having a beautiful child. So we'll be back and we'll talk more about this very interesting topic. Wow, it is. this is Radio Law Talk with Fred Cunin, Todd, uh, Fred, Todd Cunin, Fred Penny, and Denise Turks. I'm sorry. We'll be right back. Hold on. Don't go away. Stay tuned for more Radio Law Talk. It's coming right up after we break away. For legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call at 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. And I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-7092. 800-918-7092. That's 800-918-7092. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. 
you love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-711-9218. 800-711-9218. That's 800-711-9218. Brady a lot talk. I like that show. Now it's time for more Radio Law Talk. Back to Fred Dirks, Todd Penny, and Denise Cunin. A little mix-up at the Radio Law Talk bank there. So, uh, I just <laughs> How about those hypotheticals we started throwing around during the break? What about Cal Cunin? <laughs> Cal uh, Grandpa? <laughs> I mean, Dad? <laughs> Grandpa. <laughs> You know what? This thing has really Oops. taken a great turn. I mean, there's so many roads we can go down with this DNA issue. We're gonna we're gonna kind of go down them. We're, we're gonna re we on the fly. We like to talk about things. And if you want to call in eight five five Law Radio eight five 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 two nine seven two three four. If you have a comment about this, but the let, let's finish up on this issue, and then we're gonna jump into actual cases before this that have come down where actual doctors have donated without the fathers knowing their own sperm and these kids have come out um, and there's there's multiple states where this has happened so anyway in this DNA case so what, what this gal is the question that Todd and Denise brought up during the break was okay what if there's a paternity suit or what if there's an issue of a will Todd you brought up a good question about a will yeah so, so that's so the question I had is because, Fred, you had mentioned that there's no damages because it's the birth of a child, that the damages are low. And I said, well, what about this? Let's say, hypothetically, there's a situation where a, uh, the, the elder statesman in the family has told his children, if any one of you is able to produce a biological heir, you will get $100 million from the estate. And this person produces a what he thinks is a biological heir, only to find out much after the fact that the child is not biologically his, which then cuts him out of the hundred million he thought he was going to get. Could those be damages that he could recoup? I mean, that was right. My point is, when I say there's, it's not a damage, a life. You can't say, oh, I this person was produced in, in, improperly. Uh, you know, my vasectomy didn't work. Uh, a, a life is not a damage. A person bringing this person in to. Uh, Onto the earth, and and that's what I said. So I don't know all these nuances. I don't know, and like Denise brought up psychological damages, or yes. that she what? What are you thinking? She was always thought about. But who she, she was? she her identity was tied up in the Italian Sicilian culture. She believed that that was a very big part of her dad, of his life, and so she believed she was part of that life. And to find out she didn't have that in her DNA had to be a great shock. 
And um, I would like to say something. There was there was a um, there was a, a woman who found out that her doctor in Louisville, Kentucky, had inseminated her. And do you know that she's now working hard to try to get it to be illegal? That it's not illegal in Kentucky for the doctor to inseminate a patient. Oh, in other words, she's happy with it, or well, no, she's trying to work so that it becomes illegal. Because she didn't know he had inseminated her. Because in Kentucky, the first thing they asked was, is the doctor your cousin? That's the first question. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's where that Todd was trying to go. Now I'd like to to answer Todd's question. We've got Kentucky affiliates stopped. It's just a joke. I'd like to answer Todd's question. And and this, you guys remember Jason Patrick? Which question was that? Well, about liability, if you will, for child support. Well, that's when I asked you off the air. air. So to let folks know, my next question is, let's say... That the father in the case that we're talking about, we know that his sperm was not used for the person that he thought was his daughter. So let's say it was used with somebody else. So there's another child out there as a result of his DNA. Could the mother of that child come after this person for child support? In California, now that a child can have two legal fathers... I'm going to guess the answer is probably yes. They could have as many parents as possible, to be honest. It's not legal fathers, nothing. It's about presumed parents. Let me tell you the story about Jason Patrick. This is a super important story. Is the actor Jason Patrick? That's right. Him and his girlfriend went to a fertility clinic, and he donated his sperm to impregnate his girlfriend. And then they lived together. The child was born, and um, he filed for custody when they broke up. And he was told, you are not biological father because you signed an agreement in the fertility clinic that you get no parenting rights when you donated your sperm. Wow. And so you know how we won custody? How's that? Because in California, there's a presumed parent. And that is if you hold, oh, that's one of the ways is if you hold the child out as your own. And he did that. He claimed him on his taxes. That child, he held the child at his own. They lived together for several years with the child together. And so he ultimately went all the way to the Supreme Court. And he ultimately won and got custody of his son. Do you realize that in the last 10 minutes of covering this story, we have come up with more potential storylines for every soap opera on the air right now for like a decade I mean, this this has been this has been a pretty impressive writers' room. Except, no amnesia lines. See, that's what we're missing. We got all these great story ideas, but we have not injected amnesia. You know, when some actor wakes up sure, in sure. a hospital bed and goes, "Where have I been for the last twenty years?" Right? Well, we haven't added the biggest one. And the what's that? One. In Idaho, oh, we yeah. talked about this. Mortimer. A doctor, yes, yes. Yeah. Doctor Mortimer was apparently a, a doctor doing inseminations. And he was inserting his sperm instead of the father's, and he would he would he would had his sperm and he'd pop it in, and it wasn't once; it was many times, like forty-five or fifty kids. No, I think it was closer to ninety. Yeah, wow. And then they found all these kids that were his biological children, but after he died. Right, but so the question is, can they go after him for some money to pay for those children? Uh, that they reared for so many years that were his children. But just think of this guy. He probably just decided, you know what? I want to multiply and replenish the earth, right? And uh, he definitely was so doing far that. so good. Right? And he did it. So, and, and I don't know when he passed away, or I, I heard he did. But, um, but, but one of the Rolette was one of the children. I think she's out of Washington. They sought uh, 
more than $75,000 in damages. And uh, he, he finally, at first he said no, but he finally admitted it. So My um, sister, by the way, is married to a relative of Dr. Mortimer. My sister's last name is Mortimer. They're, they're, wow. yeah, they're very familiar with this story, shall we say, in the family. <laughs> Has she wow. gotten her DNA tested? In the big family. No, she's okay. She's, she, she's a hunter through and through. But isn't that interesting how that, that worked out? But this is like... This is like uh, you know '80s. This is not like recently that this doctor has done this. This these childrens are you know uh, you know early you know 20, 20 years yeah, old. Yeah, they're all adults more. now. Yeah, right. So that was interesting. And I'm just noting down. I'm looking. Um, uh, 2018 is when he finally admitted it. Uh, it looks like that. Yeah, that's that's the case. But anyway, that's that's our DNA uh, DNA uh, legal issue uh, going on. But I, I don't think that they. I don't know of any damages that were claimed on Mortimer, the guy in Idaho, uh, from him. So, Honey, let's go to the fertility clinic. What could go wrong? Yes. <laughs> what could possibly happen? Oh yeah, and this is, this is what that doctor, Dr. Mortimer, Mortimer said. Quote, um, how, uh, no, 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 the, um, the, the individual that, that sued, how violated I felt by the doctor knowing what he had done, and then he continued to see her, this roulette, every appointment, that we had when I was pregnant for, you know, with their child. Um, and it was in a state of shock for quite a while. So he continues to see her while she's pregnant and stuff, knowing that that's his child, right? So that's there's some very interesting things. And he never um, provided support for the children. And, you know, there's a lot of, lot of legal issues that are involved in that. Yeah, he apologized. <laughs> it's like, oh, sorry. That's so, helpful. So it's like, sorry. As, as my dad used to tell us growing up, sorry only helps the person who says it. You know, <laughs> I was ashamed, he said. I regret the fact that I was a sperm donor, that I did those things in the past. I guess I feel bad about that. I wish I hadn't done it. Anyway. Oh, that sounds sincere. Yeah, that's that's one of those apologies where you go, Okay, what's your point? <laughs> I, you know who I feel bad for, really, and all, is obviously the fathers, right? Yeah. The mothers you feel bad for, too, but at least it's, it is their biological daughter or son, where the father it is not at all. And you're just like, wow. And, and look, I'm sure that the there's there, I believe a parent is, is the person who raises them, not the person who you know provided the sperm, right? But... Um, that's that's what's important is thinking, man, that's my kid. But no, I just wonder. In the original case, we started talking about with the girl that going on to ancestry and found out that her dad was not her dad and she wasn't Sicilian. I wonder if her entire nineteen-year life, she was very passionate about things. And everybody always said, "Well, that's the Sicilian in you." What's your excuse now? Exactly. <laughs> you know? No, it's, it's a part of your identity. Yeah, that's, we're going to come back point. hour two and talk about Alec Baldwin, and we got a number of other topics and a case or no case. We'll be back hour two. Stay tuned. Radio Law Talk continues at six minutes after the next hour. You stay tuned on your favorite radio station or at radiolawtalk.com. We'll see you right there. Don't go away. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.
diabetes and you're on Medicare, you may qualify for a free continuous glucose monitor system. Managing your diabetes is crucial to your health. The new CGM systems can automatically manage your diabetes better for you. And by using a CGM system, you can eliminate forever one thing most people with diabetes hate the most, finger sticks. Now it's possible to manage your diabetes better, end the painful finger sticks, and get a new CGM monitoring system at little or no cost to you. We even provide in-home delivery and do all the insurance paperwork for you. Now is the best time to manage your diabetes better and get your continuous glucose monitor. Call now for details. 800-396-0150 That's 800-396-0150